Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Satch Talks. In today's episode, I'm going to be briefly reviewing the Brighton game, looking ahead to tonight's game against Young Boys over in Switzerland at the Vankdorf Stadium. Uh, and I'm also going to be previewing, most importantly, this Sunday's Manchester derby as we head to Old Trafford to take on Manchester United. Um, haven't done a podcast for a while because, like I've said in previous ones, I want to give myself enough to talk about so I'm not saturating the podcasts too much with just me rambling on about just the same old stuff. So I want to be doing more fresh stuff, um, hence why I've alternated uh, recently and done a uh, YouTube video, if you haven't already checked that out, reviewing the Arsenal game um, and reviewing um, a few other games on there. So I'm going to be switching it up. I'm going to be doing both. Sometimes I'll do both. Sometimes I'll do one and not the other. So um, I'm just kind of trying to get a plan put together and try to commit to it. Um, it's not nothing set in stone, but... For YouTube, I am starting. I'm I'm starting to. I'm not going to say build a platform, but it's starting to come because I'm making my own thumbnails, um, and just stuff like that. But moral of the story is, the podcasts are going to be coming, and the YouTube videos are going to be coming a lot more. Um, so I hope you're enjoying them. If you do, please be sure to keep supporting because I know a lot of you are. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Um, and the, the Instagram page is doing quite well. So, yeah, thank you for that, but let's get into it. Um, obviously, this past Saturday against Brighton, uh, we had Rodri back, our first game back with Rodri. You could, you could tell. Um, you know, um, I think he's learned his lesson, I hope. <laughs> The fact he got a yellow card in that game just just makes you worry. Like, oh, is, is he going to do this again? I, I hope he doesn't, but he would have disciplined him enough, I think. Uh, but when you lose Rodri for those games, you do realise how important he is to the team and how integral he is in the machine that is our team. Uh but I was impressed with the, the performance. The first half, we were good. You know, a good goal from Alvarez. Uh, really nice goal from Erling. Again, um, seeing people previously saying he only scores tappings. Well, have a look at that goal then. He scores a goal from 22 yards out from the edge of the box. Hits a sweet spot and puts it away very nicely, you know. Um, so... He, for me, he's an all-rounder. He's one of he is the, the best striker in the world, as we speak, as I'm talking right now. He's the best striker in the world, and he's having a very underrated season. I think I'm going to say it because you see all the pundits saying on Sky Sports and Talk Sport and everything that Erling Haaland's having a goal drought. Well, actually, he's nine and nine now, nine goals in nine games. And most of those goals aren't just tappings. He scored some pretty nice ones as well. So um, I'll share some of them on the Instagram page. But already I have. But 
his goals at, at Burnley, the opening game, some of those were sensational, his goals against Sheffield United. And the goal this this weekend especially, I was so impressed with that, like the, the skill and precision it takes to get a goal from outside the box. Um, so it just shuts up the, the haters, put them to sleep. Um, they'll still carry on though. But for me, I think the main overall takeaway from that game is how how good Doku is and how slick he is running down that wing. Uh, he was really putting defenders on their backside. He's like a hot knife through butter running down that running down that wing. You know, um, he he was just cutting in and out and doing his thing. So I was so impressed watching it. Um, because he makes it look so easy. And obviously we saw at the Leipzig game where we ended up um where we ended up going a goal down, I think, or drawing. He brought Doku and Alvarez on and instantly made an impact, you know. They're the kind of players you want to rely on in situations where your back's up against the wall. Um they're they're clearly doing the job. Um I think Alvarez as well. Everyone's ears are starting to prick up a little bit about Julian Alvarez. You know, last season he kind of went under the radar a little bit, which is funny to say because he did have a good first season at City last year. But when you come in at the same time as Haaland, you're going to be kind of under the limelight a little bit. Um, But Alvarez, again, he is a star. He is so good. Um just run out of words and good things to say about him. He's that good. Uh, but like I said, the fact that we signed Haaland at the same time, he kind of took the attention away from Julian. Um, so you wouldn't really... Not much attention was put onto him and not many people know about him. Um, but really, he is a very, very good player uh, who I think has played an incredible part so far this season and he just needs to keep playing because he is in form and he has a lot to offer to his team, I personally think. Um, but yeah, um, the end result ended up being 2-1. I think the second half, we just was a bit complacent, a bit sloppy. Um, Akanji got a red. Uh, I think the goals... I'm not going to look into it too much, but I think we kind of thought the game was put to bed at 2-0 going into halftime. But really, Brighton aren't no pushover. Um, They're capable of beating these big teams like us and getting the job done, which they've done before. So I think maybe we got a bit too complacent with that, which in situations like this, we need to be putting the game to bed wanting that third goal, wanting a fourth. Um so yeah, for me I'm not I'm not complaining too much and neither neither should I because at the end of the day it's a win, a win's a win and it's another three points in the bag. But I think in the second half the defence was um I'm not gonna shake I'm not gonna say sloppy, but it could have been a lot tighter. Um a lot tighter together, a bit more compact because the Brighton attackers were getting through our defence quite easy, um, having a lot of opportunities. 
in that second half. So um, I'm sure Pep wouldn't have been happy about it, but uh, it's three points, so it doesn't really matter. But going into tonight's game, I think, I think personally, he's going to be wanting to rest key players. So I think Walker could be rested. There's part of me that thinks he might rest Haaland, but I just got a feeling he's going to play Haaland just because it's a Champions League. Um, but I do feel like he's going to have a, eye, a beady eye on this weekend, knowing that we lost uh, at Old Trafford last season. So I don't know, but we'll, get, we'll talk about tonight's game against Young Boys FC uh, at the Vankdorf Stadium. It's a bit of a mouthful. I got that wrong many a time because it's actually a W in, and it's a, it's a silent W, it's Vankdorf. Um, the Vankdorf Stadium, you can easily call it something else. But uh, yeah, I don't want to get myself in trouble. Um, so City are, City are playing Young Boys FC at the Vankdorf Stadium tonight. Uh, I think after seeing them play a few times, they've played Liverpool They've played other teams from England. They've they've given English teams a good run for their money, but they don't seem to get the job done. So I think they're quite capable of setting up tonight in a way that could cause City a few problems. But knowing City and knowing Pep, I just think we'll have too much. That's not just cockiness. It's not arrogant. Me being arrogant, it's just me... Uh, giving my honest opinion, and I think he's going to go into this tonight, not rotating the squad fully, but there's definitely going to be rotations, I think, with an eye on Sunday for United, because um, obviously a chance to, again, go top of the table and take points off your rivals. Um, so, I don't know. I think I think we could see Jack Grealish come into play tonight. Um, obviously, he didn't start on the weekend against uh, Brighton, so I do feel like he'll start tonight. Um, I'm expecting Foden to play as well, whether that's more centrally or more up top in attacking. Um, we'll see, but he seems to be doing quite well in both, really, because people have been saying they want to see him in the midfield, which he is doing so well at, and he's performing in it's sensational in the midfield but he's also doing very well when Pep puts him out on the wing so I think they're just drifting him about and seeing what happens but um I'm expect it's so hard to predict a Pep lineup and a City lineup so I'm just gonna say I'm expecting rotation from the weekend um and rotation with Manchester United away at Old Trafford in mind. So very cautious, I think. Not not too cautious, though, because at the end of the day, I think we're more than capable of beating Man United. Um, but I'm, get, I'm going off on one. I, we'll get on United in a minute, but I think he's definitely going to rotate. It's not going to be the same squad from Saturday uh, because when you've got these competitions coming now, the Champions League and the Premier League a lot. And you've got the midweek games and a game on Sunday at half three. Rotation is key. So, 
yeah, I'm expecting rotation to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go for. I think we could. I think it's gonna be like a two nil tonight, two or three nil. I think. Um, because they can be quite good young boys. Um, quite a defensive team. They can, they can, they can set up like that. So I'm not sure how we would get on with that because sometimes we, we can struggle to break teams down, but sometimes we can just absolutely blitz it. So we'll see. But it'd be interesting because so far this Champions League campaign, we've been undefeated, um, undefeated. Um, so, yeah, I I was looking at going to these uh, away away trips in the Champions League, but again, tickets are hard to get. And the travel costs, like money-wise and expenses, is just very expensive. So I commend people who have gone out and committed to it. Um, it's a fair play. Uh, but I have managed to get tickets for the Liverpool game, which will be good. I'll be there. So I'll be doing coverage on that and putting stuff up on my pages. Um, if you haven't, if you don't know already, I do have a TikTok page, which I've been making little videos on and stuff about all my games I go to and City. It's called Satch Talks. Quite simple, quite easy to remember. But yeah, the main bulk of this episode now is going to be discussing this Sunday's Manchester derby. And how I think it's going to go. And yeah. So. We're playing United away. Um, last time obviously. Wasn't the result we wanted. Uh, and I think it shouldn't. It, that shouldn't have, it shouldn't have stood. Because Marcus Rashford. He was in an offside position. When they clearly. Made that goal stand. As it wasn't offside apparently. But absolute joke so part of me is expecting more stupid decisions like that this weekend because just for Premier League wanting anything but City winning the league uh, but you know good talent and good players will always prevail you know you can always try these tricks of a book like playing dirty doing dirty tackles time wasting but Talent will always rise to the top. So United can do all the tricks in but they want, but City will outclass them, you know? And I'm expecting that. I'm expecting a fully fit side, a fully rotated side from this week. I'm not it won't be the same team from tonight. It'll be a completely different team. I'm expecting as well Bernardo to play because he loves to run United ragged in that midfield and especially down those wings which he's good at Erling Haaland obviously of course he's got to play he's still yet to score at Old Trafford as well so just knowing what he's like he's probably waiting to tick that off his list of places to score and you know how much that'll mean for him to score at Old Trafford and he'd be doing his signature poses and winding them all up I cannot wait for it um but again, um, it it's it's a uh, it's a derby, so form goes out the window, as everyone knows. Um, but 
it'll be interesting to see the atmosphere because we obviously beat them in the cup final <laughs> with Gundogan scoring two, one in one in uh, twelve seconds. But uh, unreal, absolutely unreal. Um, but the derby this Sunday is is massive. It's it's very big, you know. Um, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Uh, but I think now we need to try and start going on a run. We've lost two games of the Premier League now to Wolves and to Arsenal. Not ideal, but now's the time we got to start collecting those points because there's no gaps now in between anyone. Um. So we want to separate ourselves from the pack. We want to start winning all our games because after after we play um, United this weekend, we got Bournemouth, and then we've got um, Liverpool at home. It is probably our next big game, other than Chelsea. So we want to start collecting up those points. Like urgently and not not urgently, but we want to get some points, rack them up, because we've had two losses, but we I don't think we can really afford to lose any more, um, because it's it's when it bites you on the ass at the end of the season, but I ain't worrying. Neither should anyone else be, because after that Arsenal game, it was honestly laughable seeing everyone go into turmoil about how we lost and how we're not going to win the league. It's like chill out. Chill out, please, for God's sake. We've just won the treble. We've, we're on 18 points at the time. And we're in a good position. And they won via a, de- a deflected goal again. Um, so it's not the end of the world. And people still carried on worry- worrying about it. But you probably find that these people... I I think anyway of the ones who aren't true fans, they're all plastics, uh, worrying about losing to Arsenal. You know, like the times you should start worrying is when you're losing games in a title race. We're not in a title race with Arsenal. I don't class them as title challengers, not yet anyway. You know, um, because all I know and I know that when it comes to them playing us at the Etihad will absolutely spank them. So it doesn't matter. Fair play to them. Yeah, they got the win. Nice one. But you ain't going to do it at the Etihad. Um, but yeah, it's it's all good. For Derby this weekend, uh, I'm really looking forward to it, as I've mentioned. Um, a chance for us to really stake our claim, I think. Because United, I think they seem to think that after a win last night over... Um, FC Copenhagen, I think we're back. So I think a good City victory this weekend would probably solidify, or not solidify, but put us at that top of a pecking order once again, um, which is what we need because people in the Premier League now and the Premier League officials are doing everything they can. you got the pundits saying, oh, is, this, is this City's year they'll lose the league? What what evidence have you seen that could prove that? You know, I I know we've lost to Wolves. I know we've lost to Arsenal. But doesn't mean to say that we're less of a team. Doesn't mean to say we're weaker. You know, um, but yeah, 
I'm I'm very much so looking forward to it. I wanted to secure tickets to it, but as you know, tickets to the derby are so hard to get. So uh, I'll just be watching it at home for me, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, other news, have seen that Calvin Phillips could be on his way out in January. Uh, for me, I was very happy to see this, um, which... I'm I'm not happy for him personally, but as a Manchester City supporter, from that point of view, I am happy because I feel like this was a very uh, shop window signing for me. Like we saw Phillips play well in the Euros, and immediately acted on that, um, and didn't really look into it that much, you know, um, and I feel like it's bitten us on the arse massively because people were hyping him up to be one of the big players uh, when we signed him last year and expecting him to step in and fill in for Rodri at times but he's just not that player he is not cut to be a Manchester City standard player you know he does not fit our standards he does not fit up and he doesn't play as we want him to you know that's not me disrespecting him it's just me looking at what I can see um I hope he does succeed in another team because there is a good player in there but he's just not suited for our team and for how we want to play and how we want to set up in games you know uh and it is it's, it's a shame because he, he is a really really nice lad and you can see that I've, I've watched the documentary about him on Amazon Prime I've seen him obviously because now he's a city player give, do interviews and stuff and you can see that he does really want to do well at city and kick on and push on to try and break into the first team starting in the premier league games but whilst we've got Rodri, whilst we've got Kovacic and bernardo and de bruyne when he comes back i just struggled to see where he would even get a game like it says a lot, even when we're playing home at home in the Champions League for like a dead a dead match where we don't really need to win and it don't really matter if we lose. He's not playing them, you know? And those are the games you should be giving him the game time for. And he's not playing them. Uh so it's like if he's not getting a game for any of them, when is he gonna get a game? And the only games that I could think he could get now are the first rounds of the FA Cup that we end up starting. But I don't think he's even going to be at the club then because he's on about going to Newcastle, um, which I think for him would be a good move uh, because he's more likely to get game time. You know, I, I, I don't want to see a City player not do well because it's it's not what you want. You want to see every player who walks through the doors here do well and, and succeed and be a blue and succeed in your club colours because at the end of the day when he was when he was playing for Leeds he was good but I'm not trying to discredit him here but in all fairness he was surrounded by lesser players and at the time he was the best player in that team so you take him out and you put him into City you can you'll be able to see that you'll be able to see it and it will stand out a lot more. And when he plays for England, 
he's got two very good midfielders either side of him doing the job and helping him out because you got at the time in the Euros you had Mason Mount and you had um, Declan Rice who are two very experienced all-round midfielders uh, so yeah this ain't me bashing him because I ain't and I haven't been I want him to do well but if it means him having to move which he's I think looking to the idea of now then so be it it didn't work which is fair enough and it's fine and it's acceptable but yeah uh, it's not the end of the world because I think I've come to accept now. I I I think I already I already knew quite a while ago that it wasn't going to work out for him, but a lot of other people realizing now that it's not. But yeah, it's a shame. But us fast football at the end of the day, um, swings and roundabouts, but. In regards to Sunday, I'm going to give a score prediction, I think, of Manchester City for Man United 1. Yep, that's that's a very big and bold prediction, but I just think City are going to turn up. We always end up knocking them out of the water in the derby, um, recently anyway. So I feel like we've got more than enough to turn up and knock them out of the water and really show them what we're capable of and what 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 we're here for, you know? It's to take those three points of view and show you that Manchester's blue, and it always will be now. We are at the same table, if not the higher table than you. We've won the treble, but, oh yeah, we had to beat you to get it, so we're going to rub be rubbing that in your face. So, yeah. Um, big game tonight as well in the Champions League. So... Yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, it's been a while, I know, uh, but I'm going to be doing these a lot more regular, or like I said, I'm going to be doing them every so often, so I've got a lot to talk about, like today, uh, and I'll be doing a YouTube video as well um, at some point to go through everything, review everything. Um, but I think this works better because it gives me a lot more to really hone in on and really really evaluate and etc but um i am gonna be looking at doing some new things with the podcast uh later down the line i'm gonna be looking at doing more with my social media platforms um but i would i and like i said in the episode today i am gonna be at the uh bournemouth home game uh, on the 4th and then I'll be heading to the Liverpool game on the 25th of November two big games but I'm more so surprised in the fact I managed to get a Liverpool ticket because as we all know tickets this season are so hard to get so I'm just make I just feel lucky enough to have a ticket to the Liverpool game uh, so yeah um, if you are going tonight enjoy if you're going Sunday, I'm very jealous. But yeah, enjoy. Um, and yeah, another episode will be coming very soon. If you did enjoy today's episode, please be sure to leave a five-star rating review. It does massively help. Follow me on Spotify. And yeah, thank you very much. MCFC, okay. <laughs>